Hello everybody and welcome back to Straight Outta Cloyne with me, your host, of course, Dylan Turl-Reeve. We are a day later than normal. Obviously I had the episode up on Monday, which was a lot of fun, and it was great to have, you know, have something there to get rid of the Monday blues for some people, which was where I let you decide the topic of what I was going to talk about, and you know what, it was a lot of fun. Some of the topics were very, very interesting. And yeah, we'll definitely do that again sometime. Today though, is very exciting because I have a very special guest who is someone that I've done podcasts with before. I've done many a podcast with before. That is the Irish Bulldog himself, Alex Cullen, aka my cousin. He of course is my one of my co-hosts, I should say, on Celtic Codec. He was the first ever guest on Jotar Rising, so that's pretty cool that he's also the first guest on Straight Outta Klein. And we talk about so many great things here. We talk about the unfortunate situation in Russia and the Ukraine at the moment. We, we did have to cover that a little bit because Alex would know more about that stuff than me. We also talk about Celtic Codec, which was our gaming podcast that is coming back. And also, it is going to be a universe now, as opposed to just one podcast. So that's a little teaser for what we talk about in this episode. And we also talk about our first ever channel that we ever made over on YouTube, The Dylan Al Show. And I suppose we just kind of went on about a little bit of a rant on how different YouTube is now to how it was back then. And just kind of social media in general. It's a really good conversation. I'm really glad to have my first guest on here. I'm looking forward to having more guests on here. Alex will definitely be back uh, be back on here again, as well as the return of Celtic Codec and our new show that will also be coming along with Celtic Codec. Again, a little teaser there, especially if you're a fan of combat sports. So yeah, listen, enough of my jibber-jabber. Here is my interview with my great friend and my cousin, my brother, Alex Collin. Well, Alex, it's the second time you've been the first guest on my podcast. How does that feel? Uh, that feels great. I remember the first time and it was a, it was an interesting experience. It was an interesting experience because I didn't know how to edit back then. Mm. I also didn't know how to record a meeting on Zoom, as stupid as that might sound. And I also only had one microphone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So you could hear me clearly, yeah. but you couldn't hear you at all. Yeah, I was halfway. I was, <laughs> I was halfway down the tone. Which, which was, but it was, I actually listened to it earlier on. And the funniest thing about that was this was back in my refereeing days. And mm. the effort of trying to get you and Parag to call me Joseph. Oh yeah, no, that was a bot. We couldn't do that. The best moment ever. <laughs> the best moment ever on Joe Turn Rising was the religion episode we did. And I this was literally the intro. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Joe Turl Rising with me, your host, of course, Joseph Turl. I'm here today with Alex, who is a guest on Joe Turl Rising. And you just went, How's it going, Dylan? <laughs> yeah. That was uh, that was brilliant. That I was... remember the mi- the mic being so far away as well. I'm not in Kilcrone anymore. I'm in San Andreas. <laughs> that was 
genuinely one of the funniest moments ever. And listen, as much as I was like delighted to pay a tribute to Granddad, mm. it was very, very. I remember my last wrestling show. I'm listen. I've already turned this fucking into a wrestling conversation. Jesus, my last wrestling show was the first time I was around people who called me Joseph. They didn't call me Dylan. Yeah. And it was very weird. Yeah, that yeah, that is strange. They just I just couldn't do it. So this episode was originally, and we are still going to do it. This was originally going to be about two things. It was going to be about the Dylan Al show, which we will get to, and about Celtic Codec, which we'll also mm-hmm. get to. However, it would be wrong of me not to talk about what's going on in the world right now. Uh, particularly mm. in the Ukraine and Russia. Now, as you know, I don't get too political, you know, yeah. as much as maybe you do. And you obviously know a bit more about these things than I do. So, Alex, what do you think about what's currently going on? And uh, so I'm rec- we're recording this at half eight on Friday. So mm-hmm. by the time this goes out, there'll probably be more shit happening. But that's just to preface the time we're recording this. What are your thoughts on what's currently happening over in the Ukraine and Russia? Right. So, yeah, I, I think I, I'll start with like saying who I support. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is going to sound kind of contrarian, kind of pretentious, because I do tend to do this a lot. But I swear this time it's like I'm not doing this on purpose is that I really don't like Ukraine or Russia. I don't like their government. I don't like either of their governments. Yeah, uh, I think the Ukrainian government is very, very corrupt and they've been very horrible to their people. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way about um, about Russia. I feel like they're both very crony kind of type countries. Yeah. Um, we can't forget that uh, Ukraine, the Ukrainian government uh, mowed down uh, dozens of their own people in 2014 uh, during the rebellion uh, in the capital and uh which kind of sparked off the civil war and then you have the eastern regions uh the donbass uh the luhansk and donetsk regions which are uh, russian they're russian speaking and they're they're ethnically russian and culturally russian mm-hmm. and they broke away then yeah uh, which is which has been used as a justification for russia in this mm-hmm. war now um and russia's intentions aren't pure either you know russia is moving in there uh they say to protect the interests of the russians there but i mean really it is uh he wants more land uh russia's position is threatened uh he wants to well start the ussr basically again that's what everybody's saying but uh i find it very disturbing that people are acting as if ukraine is this you know savior nation this like messiah nation um that has done no wrong uh but ultimately uh i do support ukraine in this war and the reason i support ukraine is uh quite an overly practical reason but um it is because i believe that russia being the bigger power having the most influence over uh, uh, Europe in comparison to Ukraine, uh, 
is a danger to the rest of Europe. It's a danger to Ireland. And Russia needs to be knocked down a peg and uh, they need to be given a bloody nose. And uh, I think the Russian government should be overthrown. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're a defeat in Ukraine, or at least a bloody nose given to them by Ukraine, would be enough for that to you know take place. So I do support Ukraine from a very practical standpoint, not really from a I like Ukraine standpoint. And of course, this is um, not saying anything about the people, right? Um, the people of Russia and Ukraine. Um, I don't know many Ukrainians, uh, but from what I've seen, they seem to be good standing, you know, people. And same with uh, Russians. I know a few Russians and uh, they've been pretty cool people. They've been pretty nice people. Um, even though I think ideologically and you know religiously and all that, we 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 very much disagree. But they've been generally nice people, and they're very nice people to interact with. And uh, I assume that Ukrainians are like that as well. Um, uh, the main worry for me, if Ukraine does come out uh, on top. Uh, in this crisis, which seems to be actually more likely by the day um, because of the multiple Russian defeats that we've seen over the past uh, two or three days, is the, the Russian people in Ukraine, right? The Russian people in eastern Ukraine, what's going to happen to them? Are they going to be kicked out of their homes? Yeah. Are they going to be massacred? You know, which is which happened before in 20, uh, at the start of the uh, the civil war um are they going to be left alone i doubt they'll be left alone you know so i think that's my initial opinion on it right okay yeah um i don't know much about as i said what's going on like other than there's conflict there but one video, to put it into my world, the world that I'm used to, which is the, the fight world. Uh, Conor McGregor met Putin a few years ago. I think it was actually around the time he was fighting Habib, which is interesting. Mm. And there's this video that came out recently. I hadn't seen it until recently. I always saw the picture that Conor took with Putin. But they showed the video of when that picture has been taken. And Conor puts his arm around Putin mm. and he's very quickly told not to do that. Yeah. Which is very, I don't know. Yeah, it's very odd, isn't it? It's just interesting. Putin's a very weird person. I'm yeah. trying to be careful at what I say. Mm. Not that he probably, not that he listens to this show. Uh, to be fair, I haven't, yeah. I haven't, I haven't had a listener in Russia yet. I have had, had a listener. KGB in, showing up to your door now. I, I have had that. a listener in the Ukraine though. <laughs> so, there's that. But yeah, I don't know. It's just a bit uh, of a disaster at the moment. Yeah. But yeah, Putin is I mean, there's people coming out saying Putin is like this unthinking psychopath. Mm. You know, that he's just doing all this for like uh personal gain or that he's crazy, you know, wants to dominate the world. I honestly don't think that. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's moral. I don't think he's a moral person. I think in general he's an evil person. Yeah. But to say he's a psychopath who doesn't think uh i just think that's wrong 
uh, it's clear what he's doing. He wants to restore the former power and the former influence that Russia had. And, and he doesn't, he, yeah, he, uh, he doesn't want a, um, you know, he doesn't want uh, overexpansion of NATO yeah. either. Uh, and they're, they're, you know, they're very dangerous to him. Um, so, yeah, he's a weird fellow, though. <laughs> I'd agree um, there. He's a weird fellow. Yeah. As I say, it's all just a bit of a car crash at the moment. Yeah. Speaking of car crashes, the Dylan Al show. Um, ah, yes. So, on to lighter topics. Yeah. So, I haven't really told many of my new friends about the Dylan Al show. I don't think I've actually told any of them about it. Smart so, decision. <laughs> yeah, but I fuck it. Let's let's just talk about it for yeah. a bit on here. Um, the Dylan Al show was, I stand by this, a great idea on paper. It was, yeah, it was a phenomenal idea on paper. It was like, um, you know, because you could say that we kind of got into a market that wasn't like too tapped in on, you know? Yeah. Um, I think the main problem with it is that we just didn't have the like technical know-how or anything. That was definitely the problem, and also, yeah. like, we just didn't upload consistently. <laughs> yeah, and we uploaded like whatever we wanted. And, you know, like, excuse me, you uploaded whatever you wanted. I uploaded whatever I wanted. So, uh, so I need to explain that the Dylan Al show was an idea that me and Alex had years ago pretty much 10 years ago at this stage which is mental um it was a youtube channel and we said we would talk about the things we were interested in which was you know for me it was football and and wrestling not so much i was an mma fan at that stage but i wasn't probably as big into it as i got you know as, as i am now and as i would get into you know later in life but it was football wrestling and gaming and Alex thought it would be a great idea to upload the Mega Sweet Sour Challenge. Yes. The what else did you upload? The fucking did you you were uploading dance. a lot? Of, oh well, at least that was somewhat related to gaming. Yeah, somewhat, very loosely. They, they have bacteria on Mars. Oh God. Uh <laughs> there's that silent little downpour of you, where my dad was hoovering in the background. <laughs> You couldn't hear a word I was saying. And the thumbnail looks like I'm crying. <laughs> it was... Yeah, there's videos was, like that. There was the 100 views and 10 subs celebration. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was like... like For context, I was like eight. You know, with this channel that I was like seven or eight. And... I... I I, I had this mindset of like, okay, what do big YouTubers do? I'm gonna do that. <laughs> so I was doing like a mega sour street sweet challenge. I was doing like, uh, random like dwarf dance videos, <laughs> and the ten views, ten uh, t- the hundred views, ten subscribers, milestone, massive <laughs> milestone. <laughs> Yeah. The best thing about it was from, from like sorry, the best thing about my uploads on there were I used to do wrestling Q and A's. Mm. 
but I had this wrestling form I was on in or that I was a part of in Facebook. So it was just the same three people sending me questions all the time that I would ask. I would send them messages to say, please ask me some questions to make it look like that we're popular. And the videos would get like 11 views. Yeah, the videos get like no views. However, that. we did have one video that did that did OK. Yeah, that did. That, yeah, it did numbers. That was it shit. Did. Minecraft fancy. Yeah. Which I'm going yeah. to put a link to in the episode of this podcast. Oh, Steve. you have to. Because this that, to. that was that was around this time ten years ago we made that video, which is mental. So I was 14 and you were nine. Yeah. And it's it's probably our best piece of work, which isn't saying a lot. Yeah. But it's also saying too much. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, um, I remember the the star. I th- I I I, you kind of became the. It was a video that like, I was the forefront of, and then you became the star of. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, um, it was just your your lines, your delivery was so like deadpan that it was like so hilarious. Yeah, I was trying like way too hard, and I had an Alex moment in the middle of the video. <laughs> Right, you know when it was like, why do they put torches in Minecraft? Why don't they put lamps or light bulbs? And I pointed at the same lamp. (laughs) (laughs) I pointed at the lamp twice. Right. Yeah. And then it was just you. Uh, it was like you. It was like you know when you get a spam. You know, you get a spam ad in your in your oh, uh, mail. That's yeah. a link for the Oxcast. The Oxcast, uh, fucking hell! Yeah, remember them? Oh my god, that's a throwback. Yeah, I don't like the fact that that's a throwback because that feels like it was only yesterday. Yeah, to I some people like remember. To some that. people, it might feel like it was two year two weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> that's an inside joke that nobody's going yeah. to understand. Yeah. Yeah, only the fat gorilla will understand. The fat gorilla himself will get that. He's going to yeah. be so pissed off listening to this, but I don't care. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was. It's funny if you, as I say, I'm going to leave a link to that video in the description. And I don't think looking at that video, you would have thought I was going to end up being an actor. Mm. My personality was very dry back then. There are some videos where I looked like I was going to take a leaf out of my dad's book and take my own life. Oh, oh my goodness. That's the first time I've made a dad joke on a public platform. Yeah. You know what? It's staying in. Yeah, it's good. Listen, we talked about the fucking Russia and Ukraine. There's loads of people yeah, dead yeah. there. I can talk about yeah. one dead man who I never met. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, the Dylan Al show. It was an enigma in itself of, of a YouTube channel. It was... Yeah. I do remember one comment. I didn't see this till years later because YouTube, YouTube was a very different place in 2012 to what it is now in 2022. Oh, it's crazy. It's like, it's ridiculous. Wild West. Yeah. It's ridiculous how much it has changed. But there was one hidden comment on a video that we've since deleted. And it was, this is terrible. You should all die. <laughs> and I remember I was like 19 when I saw the comment and I was like, what the fuck? 
Yeah. And I clicked on the fucking link. And this guy, he didn't have a profile picture, but he had like two videos uploaded, I think. Yeah. He was like in his 40s when I saw this. So that means he was at his, in, his, in his 30s at the earliest when he commented that. Counting to like two children. Yes. <laughs> Making like, YouTube videos for fun. And I think it was like, he was definitely South. Like when I say South American, I don't mean like the continent. I mean the South of the United States. Yeah, like Southern. So, yeah. Like, Southern he, US, like he had Confederate flag in the background. <laughs> I think he actually did. I'm not even joking. I think he did. <laughs> He's in a KKK outfit. <laughs> yeah, God, oh, I, I actually that. do love that part of America, but it is it does scare me sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, it is weird. I know a lot of good people from there. Yeah, so I'll, well, I'll stick up for it. But the Undertaker's from there. Yeah, that's true. Derek Lewis is from there. So yeah, Booker T, Eddie Guerrero. Too many, to, too many to name. Too many to name. Too many yeah. great legends to name. Um, do I tell you who's not from there? Oh, my dad, and he's dead. Sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, that's the last one. Um, so yeah, like the Dylan Al show, it was, it it was it was a good laugh. It was a good laugh. Yeah. And I, I you, no, go on. Uh, I, you know, uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. For what it was, you know. Yeah. Like, especially with the influence it kind of gave me. Yeah, you know, because it did get me into making kind of like YouTube videos and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, now the bad, the negative effect of that was Pretty Princesses, which mm. uh, you could make a whole other like podcast about that. But, I like, don't think we should get into it. Yeah, no, we should not get into I it. I don't think we should. I think yeah. you should make your own podcast and talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to be liable for the content that was on there. Yeah, yeah. So like Pretty Princesses, which is like my that was like my editing peak, you know. Yeah, like I would say this to people who are probably curious right now, and I don't mean to dangle this above people's heads, but it was nothing like criminal on there. It oh was, yeah, no. It was it was just, just very it was just very offensive. It was pushing the envelope, as they say. That, yeah, that was the I was I went through an edgy phase and I was like just trying to make the most offensive stuff I could. Um <sighs> And that's just, that, that's like essentially it. And it was like that motivated me. That like will to be that edgy was what motivated me to get better editing. And now that yeah. I've come out, that I've come out of that phase and kind of come more like rational. Um I I now use my you know editing for more. You know stuff I'm genuinely interested in making. Yeah. You know stuff the stuff that genuinely interests me. I I I have like a load of like horror videos that I've made that I haven't even posted out. You know, and uh, you know, some. You know, I don't know if mayonnaise is an instrument, in, but you know, the oh wow, <laughs> oh wow, the the um, you know, stuff that I think is funny and I think yeah, is interesting. yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a currently an edit you are doing right now that is yeah. like I'm probably more excited about than I should be. <laughs> yeah. And I that's something that will be kept under wraps because it's mm. you know again it's it's nothing criminal, it's just it's it's within our inner circle. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> maybe three people. Yeah. But yeah, I think the Dylan Al show was the spark which led to the fire of Celtic Codec. Oh definitely. 
Definitely. Celtic Codec. For, there are some people who listen to this who have listened to Celtic Codec, right? And I would mm-hmm. like to stress this once again. A Celtic Codec is not dead. Oh, no, it isn't. Celtic it's in Codec, like hiatus. Yeah, it's just laying dormant for now. It's, yeah. it, it's hibernating. It will, it will rear its head again. It's just that, you know, Porig, obviously, who's... So, again... I have to, you know, everyone, every podcast is someone's first podcast. So mm. me, Porig, excuse me, me, Alex and our friend Porig all do a show called, I've worded that terribly. Let me do that again. Fucking hell. That was awful English. The three of us have a podcast called Celtic Codec, which is a gaming podcast. We started back in October of 2020 and to say it's the most fun I've had recording something would be the biggest understatement of my life. Yeah, that was so. Oh, it was. I what I was surprised about Celtic Codec was how funny it was. Oh, it was so hilarious. Yeah, like every episode was like a a a banger episode. Literally. Um. Yeah, and. It was, we would all make each other laugh. And uh, even though it kind of took trouble to set up, it was worth it. It was, it was well worth it. Yeah. Uh, like setting it up. I think we got better as, as it went on. Yeah. Like we tried yeah. doing it off the one laptop and then we kept having mic issues. And then we did it over Zoom, which kind of seemed to work a bit better. Um, I think we just need a better setup for it, really, overall. But yeah, like the best part about Celtic Codec was it was genuinely just the three of us having the conversations we normally have. Yeah. That's literally it, except the only difference is this time we're recording it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was the best part of it. So, like, if you're interested in video games, I would definitely recommend checking it out. And I'm not just saying that because I'm one of the co hosts, I'm saying that because it's a project i'm so passionate about and that unfortunately we just found that our schedules especially now obviously i'm in college and porig is living out of the county at the moment it's just hard for us all to find the time to record it and it just yeah i felt it was unfair to be putting up sporadic episodes that were just being done for the sake of doing them you know yeah because then we'd end up like putting less passion into it. Yeah, and I did. I thought it's fine to do individual episodes here and there, but it was just like that was all we were doing towards the end of the first run of Celtic Codec, which I think was just taking some of the life out of it. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. and it, as I said, like the individual episodes are fine. It's okay to do them, but when we knew we weren't going to be able to do any group episode, it was just making it kind of I don't know. It just wasn't it. The fu- the fun wasn't there, and the passion was gone. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I I think, and I understand why Park didn't continue this, and I regret not starting it earlier. But I would still like to start. I still have prospects of starting it, but like the in and something that you that you've done and actually you're doing now is the individual podcast. Yeah, that is part of the 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 Celtic Codec trademark. <laughs> I don't know what you call it, but like yeah, part of like the is connected Celtic Celtic Codec, and when when uh, Park did his series. I really enjoyed that series. Yeah. I think the, I think the first episode was Rocky, but the, Fucking uh, Park. yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw you, Park. <laughs> um, 
but like the first episode was rocky you should delete it and uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, oh. yeah <laughs> um <laughs> what alex means is that the first episode was like it was like rocky my via right it was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't click it didn't click first but you knew there was a star there yeah yeah and now oh. he's the, now he's hollywood rock he's the people's champion yeah, yeah. The, the the rest of the episodes were, were absolutely brilliant I thought you were going to say they were ass there for a second. Yeah, they were ass. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> um, the uh, he should his revolver Ocelot episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. Yeah, and and you know that's funny because our Metal Gear Solid episode, our Metal Gear Solid episode, is one of the yeah. funniest things. Is one of the best things like we made. Yeah, and the I I don't feel like you know I feel. The Metal Gear Solid episode, we like, we didn't even cover like a quarter of our what we want to say about Metal Gear Solid. We are going end. to the next time we do Celtic, or when we start up Celtic Codec again, and I, I suppose I have to peel back the curtain here a little bit because I do have a little bit of an announcement about the Celtic Codec universe, um, in in a minute. But like, we will do a mega sword of Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, we will do like if 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 it's three hours, it's three hours. I don't care. We will just do a mega sort of it. Yeah, because we can't cover that in an hour. No, yeah, no, no, it's at just, all. like it's it's not possible. We can't cover a game that we've been playing for over uh, over a dozen years, mm. right? And and confine that to one hour. You know, we need. I I think. You know, we need, and people can always go back and watch that one hour episode if they want like a synopsis of, yeah. like, and in general of what we think. But we need to do a long episode, I think, just to get all of it out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck it, I'll say it. When Celtic Codec relaunches, which we hope will be in the summer, we are also launching another show, which we wanted to launch last year, but again, we just couldn't get around to it, which is Celtic Combat. Right. So yeah. we're just, that's going to be a case of talking about all things combat sports. And yes, I am counting professional wrestling as a combat sport because fuck you. That's why. Um, not you, but you know, there's people there who are like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about that fake shit? I'm like, look at the fucking money that. Did you hear about AJ Styles actually? Uh, no. AJ Styles just re signed with WWE, right? Yeah. And see, I feel like I've shit on my friend Ian enough on this podcast. So I, I, I fuck it. I'm going to say it. My friend Ian, uh, who I love to bits, by the way, I went to see Fozzie with him. Great guy. Uh, he doesn't like calling amateur wrestling, amateur wrestling. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though that is what the sport is called. <laughs> so yeah. for those of you who don't know, amateur wrestling is the wrestling you would see in the Olympics. There's also Greco, uh, Greco-Roman wrestling, which is the more standing style. And amateur wrestling is the more you know grounded style. Um, which is what Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, DC, Matthews, they all would have been amateur wrestlers. And then uh, Randy Couture, for example, would have been a Greco-Roman wrestler. Um, it is, it's an amateur sport. Like Gable Stevenson, who won the Olympic gold medal back in the summer of last year, got 250 grand for winning the gold medal. Well, listen, I would love 250 grand in my bank account, even as a one-off payment. But that's a one-off payment that he just got for winning that medal. AJ Styles, who doesn't hold any title in WWE, He's not the he's a big star there, don't get me wrong, and he has been even outside WWE for years. 
But yeah. he has just signed a new deal with WWE worth three million a year. Yeah. Three million dollars. And that's for a guy who's not oh even goodness. a title holder. Like that's that's crazy money for you know for for someone not a, a main who's you know someone who's not main eventing every night. He's a top guy, but not the top guy, if that makes sense. Right. That's pretty crazy. Considering Francis Ngannou, who's the UFC, excuse me, world heavyweight champion, there's a big dispute, obviously, with the UFC payments at the moment. He got 650 grand for defending his title against Cyril Gann, and he's not going to fight again this year. Yeah. So that's a bit of a yeah. preview of what you can expect to hear on Celtic Combat. Yeah. I just yeah, winked. I, <laughs> I just winked, and I'm not even on camera. Sorry, go on. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, Celtic Combat would be you know, it will be great. Be a brilliant thing to do. Mm. You know, we, we, I mean, like, if there's, and, you know, people who, who might be watching, like, might already know this, but, you know, the two things we talk about most, you know, it's gaming and combat sports. Yep. You know, that, that is, that is what we talk about. So now it's get a little political, right? Yeah. So now it's get a little political, but like, you know, even then we like shoehorn a Metal Gear Solid reference in there, you know, <laughs> or our wrestling reference in, in yep. there, even when we're talking about something serious. And um, that tells you how like ingrained these topics are into <laughs> kind of uh, how we talk to each other. Yeah. You know, but like that's that's the beauty of what we do is we just talk about the stuff we talk about off mic, you know? Mm. Like, for example, and I've spoken about this on here, I'm not going to mention names, but as you know, Alex, I used to do a football show. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I love football with all my heart, even though sometimes I wonder why <laughs> um, at the moment, especially at the moment. But, you know, I, I do love it. It's been a huge part of my life. I love talking about it. But the person I was doing that show with, I didn't enjoy recording with. Right. And... It was a very, very fake show. It was very much a case of they wanted to, they wanted it to be like what you see on Sky Sports and BT Sports. Yeah, but that's absurd, like you know. Yeah, I wanted it to be. For example, when I said that me, me, you, and Porg, when we we're on Celtic Codec, even the way we're talking right now, this is the way we are when we're not recording, right? Yeah, this is literally the way we are. That show was not even close to what me and that person used to be like off of the microphone. It was such, it it was fake. That's what it was. And people saw through it. Yeah. 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 Sure. If, if, yeah, no, people don't notice. It's just like, there's more of a strain on the way, uh, on the way you are, you know, when you're just like putting on something like that. Yeah. And and you're more tired doing it and people will just notice. People will see right through it. Yeah, and like that was, you know, again, to go back to Celtic Codec, when we were doing those individual episodes, not all of them, like definitely not Porig's ones, but some of mine, I felt like ah, these are just going out because the only two I actually cared about was I, I did a WWE game wish list and I did a FIFA wish list. And those were the two where I was like, yeah, I actually did want to do those. Those were coming from me. And that was the way it was. However, there was other ones where it was just like, okay, I have to get this up today because we need to have something up today. You know, and it's just, it's just for anyone who wants to make content out there, because I have so many people and this, John, this not to stroke my own ego, but this does make me feel good. 
I have people get on to me who say they really, really want to make content, but they're afraid of, they're just afraid to do it. And I always say the worst it's going to be is bad. Yeah. And if it's bad, who gives a shit? I have made yeah. some atrocious episodes of straight out of client so far has been fine. Some, mm. There were some individual episodes of Celtic Codec I had to delete because I thought they were so bad. And Jotar Rising, some of the early episodes are fucking shocking. Yeah. Especially, actually, some of the later ones as well. Like, mm. before I was just before I was about to stop it because I just didn't feel. I just, I was, again, I was just doing it just to do it. Yeah. You know? And it's just, it was just a lot of crap. But yeah. Yeah, it's just I think you can you can definitely agree not to put words in your mouth, but I'm sure you agree with that, that the worst thing something is going to be is bad. Yeah, no. Yeah, definitely. Like if someone watches, like if something is bad, then less people are going to watch it. You know, yeah. it's not in like nobody is going to come after you for something no. being bad. You know, the, your, your own enemy in that case is just yourself. You know, you might get embarrassed. Maybe you're, maybe you'll be embarrassed, but that's all. You know, yeah. there's everybody's been embarrassed, and guaranteed everybody's been embarrassed over worse things. And so it's, you know, if you make a bad video, if you put out a bad, bad video, that's it. And you know, even if you're passionate about the project, there will be times where there will be a bad video. Yeah, you know that that that's always going to happen, and that's because with i think a plat with, with like um a type of media that's so um susceptible to like the mood someone is in mm. you know and to the situation someone is in it's hard to be con- consistently you know perfect yeah. with every episode sometimes you're tired sometimes you're sick sometimes you have something come up so it's if you make one bad episode, you know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You can still keep going on with the project. It's just you um you you should see the mistakes that you made and go like, okay, well, now I know what to know what not to do next time. And if yeah. it's something out, out of your control, don't worry about it. That's it. You know, that's that's what people should think about when they're if they're making content. And if you keep that in mind, you'll have nothing to be afraid of. Like I said at the start of this, when I made those first few episodes of George Hart Rising, I didn't know how to edit. Mm-hmm. Like you showed me how to edit stuff. I didn't have a clue how to do it. And I'm so glad I didn't know how to edit from the get-go. I'm glad it's something I learned because if I just knew how to do it from the start, I don't think it would have been as much fun because it was a challenge. Yeah, challenge, you know, challenge brings about like... um like the kind of interest, you know, because there's kind of like a determination, a determination then to like make it better and better and better. There's no yeah. challenge. Is that really fun? Is it? No. And um, which, you know, you could wrap, you could wrap back, you know, to the last show, mm. right? Which is like, we still put out those videos and we put out a lot of those videos because we wanted to, you know, we, we, we genuinely, you know, wanted to. We we had fun with the channel. Yeah. And we had no fear of what anyone might say. 
No. You know, or no fear of it. I and like the videos are shocking. They're so bad. Oh, to the point so bad. Bad to the point where a man in America told us we should be dead. Yeah, they're so bad. But like, you know, we had one like Confederate revivalist like tell us we should die. Yeah. And that was the worst thing came out of it. And uh but I think yeah, we can look back at the last show and see you know, that good aspect of it that we weren't afraid. We we're unapologetic. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And like the the thing as well, like I remember um when sorry, there's just this I said this at the start of the episode that like with Russia and the Ukraine. So I'm getting notifications on my phone every two seconds, which is just fucking yeah. crazy. And one of my friends who I got a bit of a fright just said prepare yourselves, but they're actually referring to do they're referring with something uh, to do with MMA. So, yeah, I won't lie. That scared me as well. <laughs> they're, they're also from Ireland. But um, yeah, no, like I remember when I uploaded what episode was it of Joe Terrell Rising? I think it was like my top five Chris Jericho matches of all time. So I, I used to record them live on Podbean and just upload them to Spotify afterwards. Yeah. And for the first time, because of the title, because I actually named the episode. Sometimes when I was doing the live episodes, I just would put like three dots just so nobody would come in. But yeah. for some reason, I just decided to name this one while it was live. And there was seven people listening to me. And I started sweating. Because I was yeah. like, nobody's supposed to. I like, know I'm live streaming it, but nobody's supposed to join the fucking live stream. <laughs> and I started getting really sweaty and they would not leave. They just would not leave. So really, that should have been a sign that, okay, I'm actually doing a good job. Let's see what's happening here. But I, in my head, went, oh, shit. They're probably laughing at me because I'm just babbling on. And I ended up deleting the episode. It was fucking horrible. But it's like, I get it. Sometimes the pressure can get to you. But I remember I did a TikTok live a couple of weeks ago. Now, the only reason I don't do TikTok lives anymore is... God, I'm, I feel like I'm doing a Joe Rogan on it. I have a guest on, but I'm bringing everything back to me. Huh. <laughs> Sorry, I actually love Joe yeah. Rogan. Uh, and I, listen, yeah. I stood up for him a few weeks ago and it cost me a few followers. But to those, uh, you know, lost followers, I say, swivel on it. Anyway, yeah. um, I did a TikTok live. I'd, I think it was like maybe eight, nine people watching. And yeah. someone commented uh, something like, you only have eight or nine people watching. How come you go live? you know, when there's barely anyone watching, no offense. And I was like, okay, so do you think PewDiePie started out by having millions of people watch his videos? It was like, do you, do you think KSI, you're the people who, you know, who are very popular on YouTube now and who've been popular for years. Like they didn't start really, really popular. Yeah. Like they worked to get there. There's this kind of, when people see people doing well, they just kind of assume that it was always like that for them. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. um, PewDiePie's first video was a Minecraft Let's Play video. Yeah. Right? Like, with not even, like, a proper thumbnail. Yeah. So it's... Nobody starts off like that. No. No individual or group of individuals start off like that. I mentioned fucking Joe Rogan there, who has the most famous podcast in the world. Did you ever see the first episode of the Joe Rogan Experience? I actually haven't. It's, It's recorded on, like, a really shitty webcam. It was like Christmas Eve. Was it like 2009 or 2008 or something like that? Yeah. And it's like, it's a shadow. Like now he has a big studio. He has a, a research 
guy there with him to help him if he needs to up or to look up something. He gets like the most famous people in the world on his show from across all different fucking genres in the world. But like it didn't start like that. He started with his friends talking about MMA and just, you know, life events. And then it grew into this global phenomenon that now has a $100 million deal on Spotify to be exclusive to that platform. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just people need to realize that not everything starts out. This like not not everything starts out successful. No. And like, yeah. I fucking hate that I keep bringing it back to wrestling because I told myself I wouldn't do this. But can I be honest about something? Do you know AEW? Yeah. Can I be honest about something that annoys me about them? What? And this isn't their fault. This is actually, this is more of a good sign. Because they obviously, they had like you know, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega. Like they all had to work to get where they were to start up AEW. But I hate the fact that AEW has always been kind of big. It's always been in arenas yeah. and stuff. It, it, there's no kind of humble beginning. There is a backstory to it. Don't no, get me wrong. There's no struggle. Yeah. Really. It was It was a lot of very good circumstances that, you know, happened around the same time. And all the guys who got there worked hard to get there. Don't get me wrong. But the company itself, and I'm literally looking at my AEW t-shirt as I say this, so I'm literally being a hypocrite right now, but I don't care my show but it's like mm-hmm. i just i love humble beginnings you know yeah oh yeah no they're they're always the best because it's just it's relatable for for us anyway yeah you know? yeah oh definitely i mean you could say we definitely had the most humble you can get in terms of beginnings you know yeah we it was i mean it was just cousins making video for uh we were cousins making video for videos for fun and I know we haven't like exploded into like an international phenomenon or anything like that, you know, mm. but you know, we've, we've come, you know, a long way with how we do stuff now. Yeah. And, you know, and I'd say in part, thank, you know, how the internet has progressed and all that. And yep. our experience um, is why we got, a bigger kind of like viewer base, even if it's not huge, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I look at like my, my younger siblings, like they really want to start uploading on TikTok and stuff. Now they have private accounts that, you know, only the people who follow them on it can see. So only, you know, I can see them. My mom can see them. You know, your mom can see them as well because, you know, because listen, they're kids and TikTok can be quite a violent place to be sometimes. Right. And, uh, you know, I I look at that and I kind of go, you know, cause, you know, I'm I'm doing okay on the old TikTok, let's just say that. And it's I when I see them get so excited, I'm like, oh Jesus, why are they so anxious to upload TikToks? But then I I think back to when I can remember uploading my first ever YouTube video, which was like a 15-second clip of Seamus at a WWE house show. But I remember being so excited that I uploaded something to YouTube. Like it was just yeah. it was this unbelievable feeling. Whereas now I, if I did that and I haven't uploaded a video for probably I just muted myself by accident. Uh, I haven't done that for about God, when was the last time I uploaded? Maybe a year ago when I live streamed, something like that. But yeah. I just, you know, the young I, I look at the kind of young 
I don't want to say naivety, but the young kind of excitement about uploading something and seeing yourself on a platform. And it's good to see that that's still there because, you know, the internet has just become a bit of a, it's just normal now. We're just used to it. Like, you know, uploading videos onto platforms or uploading audio onto platforms. But like, how long were we talking about making a gaming podcast? Oh yeah. We were ages. Years upon years. Years. we, We recorded one before and didn't upload it just for a bit of fun. Yeah. You know, that was, we just like, do it for fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was in like 2017, 2018. You know, it's just, yeah. Sometimes you just got to do it. And yeah. Like, we like recorded on a Nokia or something. Like, yeah. Some like old Samsung. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was just fun. It was just fun. Yeah. And that's, that's the key. I think that's what every content creator will tell you is that it has to be fun. You just, mm. And that's what I said to the guy about the TikTok live was you can't just do something for the views. Oh, yeah, no. Because if you do that, people will see through it. Yeah, definitely. I I mean, like the. Yeah, the the biggest. The legends of YouTube, we could say all of them had that kind of beginning of we are doing this because we want to, because we think it's fun, not for the views. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people made a career out of that. You know, a lot of people made a career out of it. And then, you know, in part, it became about money and views, but that never, but that never, the successful ones always made it fun. Yeah. They always made it fun for themselves to do. And you know, good examples is that are are people like PewDiePie, you know, um, like his content now compared to a few years ago, he had more child oriented content a few years ago. Now look at him now, very adult oriented, yeah. like and talking about quite deep content. He's matured qu- quite a lot, but he's never been more successful, mm. you know, and he enjoys what he's doing. Yeah, and he's gotten he's gotten a lot more blunt and a lot more real, um, which to his benefit. Yeah, and then you might look at a channel that has kind of fallen off, unfortunately, since it was my favorite channel. It was like the Oxcast, right? Yeah, and that's because they were very stuck in their ways, and it did became become a lot more like. Uh, a lot more about the money that the Oxcast is a very rich company, right? Yep. They are a very rich company. They make a lot of money, mainly not from YouTube. You know, YouTube, they don't need YouTube. Yeah. You know, they, they, and it's clear that they're kind of there for money, but then there's still people who enjoy it, but you, you can see it that that old flair isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. And their audience has matured with them, you know, yeah. but they, but they're still making the same content that they were making eight, 10 years ago. Yeah. That's kind of like Aaron Rift from nodq.com. He was like the first wrestling YouTuber I ever like watched fully. He used to the no DQ and a video, which I fucking loved. But if you watch some videos now, he's just doing the same thing he's been doing for years since literally like 2011, when I started watching him. Yeah. So now 11 years later and 
Yeah, you got to evolve as well. That you know, that's something that's very important. You know, you have to evolve yeah. with the times and some yeah, people master just don't do that. Jack, master that is Jack films. Yeah, a very Absolute underrated master. YouTuber, I think that. Very underrated, in my opinion. He, anyway. he, he's his content is like consistently funny throughout the years. Yeah, because he like updates it. You know. Yeah, you can't make the, you can't make the WTF blanket like forty times and expect it to do well. No, he made that like twice, and then like he did like a bunch of other stuff, and now he's doing like EI, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and like parodies, and they're brilliant, they're hilarious. Alexander but, Hamilton, Alan- Alexander <laughs> Hamilton, got yourself yeah. a problem, making Alex can Alexander handle it. As I will, one of the funniest videos on YouTube. The other one, protein shake. Oh, I forgot. Oh, that's a great what one. What a video. Yeah. <laughs> While you weren't looking, I went back and added some protein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. And he's part Irish as well, which is great. Yeah, he's come. He's been to Ireland. He got married in Ireland, didn't he? He did, yeah. And then he found out, was it? His wife is actually more Irish than he is. Yeah, it's hilarious. What do you say? It's not a competition. <laughs> 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 I forgot how funny that was. Oh. <laughs> oh God, I'm have to get into it for the laughing you now towards the end. Shit. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah! I haven't watched him for a while. I'm ashamed to say, but he is funny, Jackson. So definitely check him out if you haven't. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. I'm. I, I can't believe I'm. I'm acting like I'm in a position to be giving him a shout out. Yeah, an actual legend of YouTube, and he's like, and it's weird. He hasn't like increased that much in subscribers. Yeah. But his views are always like high. Yeah. You know, he stayed around 4 million subscribers for a long time. Mm-hmm. But he consistently gets like breaks over 500,000 to a million and sometimes views with like 10 million or 20 million. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's like the WTF blanket has 25 million views. Jesus. You know, Fix fix your flags for Yai. That has 19 million views. That's yeah, that's a good one. I think that was probably the last one I watched of his. Yeah. To be honest. But no, yeah, he's definitely worth checking out if you haven't already. This was a nice little nostalgia trip, Al, I won't lie. Yeah, very much so. Sometimes yeah. sometimes nostalgia can be bad, but sometimes it's just too good to turn away. Yeah. To be honest. So, Al, it's been great having you on as the first guest ever. Yeah, Once thanks again, for having me on. It's, uh, it's always a privilege. And I do look forward to returning to Celtic Codec and starting up Celtic Combat. And, yeah, thank oh, you definitely. so much for joining yeah. me on Straight Out of Klein. Thanks, thanks for having me, Joe. <laughs> ah, finally. <laughs> <laughs> and there we have it. The first ever episode with a guest on straight out of Klein. I nearly said Joe Turl Rising again. That's just something I don't think that will ever leave me. And in a way, I don't really want it to leave me. I had some great memories of Joe Turl Rising, as I spoke about there. And yeah, I know I really enjoyed that conversation with Alex. And it's great to know that we can talk more about Celtic Combat and Celtic Codec. Now again, the summer is when we're aiming for all that to come back. So keep your eyes out for that. And yeah. Listen, thank you so much to everyone for listening. Again, next week will be the March Q&A edition of Straight Outta Cloyne, so keep your eyes 
appealed on my Instagram, which I will leave a link in this, the description below for. That was terrible English, but fuck it, who cares? I'm gonna go out and get absolutely sloshed tonight. It's my birthday on Monday, so this is actually the last time I'm recording as a 23-year-old, which is weird because I can't believe I'm essentially going to be in my mid-20s. But yeah, I'm gonna be too drunk to care about that tonight. Hope you all enjoyed this episode. I will talk to you all next week as a 24-year-old. Take care. Talk to you later.